Welcome to the Why They Hate You Business Podcast, your third or maybe fourth best option for the best business information about running and managing a business on the internet. Every business is different, and what is discussed might not apply to your situation. Options, ideas, suggestions, and what have you in this podcast are only offered for their entertainment value. Now, without further ado, I present the world-famous author and your host, Richie Cunningham. Hello, friends. Rich E. Cunningham here. Well, there's a global pandemic. Businesses are being destroyed. Governments are collapsing. People are dying. It's a long story short, I have time to work on my business podcast. I've started my website, whytheyhateyou.com. It is to advertise my book, Why Your Employees Hate You. I guess you can see a theme. I would like to have a fancy podcast with music and intros and all that other garbage. But I also want to get this information out to businesses that need to know. I have come up with a list of five things you can do right now to save your business during this COVID-19 slash coronavirus crisis. Look, let's just talk about the elephant in the room. No doubt we all feel helpless right now. Our businesses have been closed by the government, or maybe we would have closed them anyway because we're scared of death. That's okay. But at the same time, People still want money. Our landlords want to be paid. Our employees want to be paid. We want to have meaning with our lives. But we might not have it right now. But it's been a while now. We've been sitting in our underwear for a couple weeks watching Netflix and eating like we've never eaten before. Now it's time to step up and consider what we need to do to help maintain our business during this difficult time. Number one, check eligibility for any government programs available for your business. I'm sure you've already done this, right? I mean, you wouldn't have just been sitting around for weeks doing nothing when the government was willing to help you. Middly, A lot of governments have really bungled this whole coronavirus thing. I've been stocking toilet paper since January. Unless you're in New Zealand, good work guys. But although the governments have screwed up and let their entire population be infected, they have done a few good steps to help businesses right now. Depending on where you live, of course. A lot of businesses have opened up low interest or no interest loans, grants, and other entitlements for your business. Nobody wants to be a bum and get a free handout. But hey, they screwed up. Take the money. Why not? Even a tax deferral could be good. I mean, who wants to pay taxes right away? It's all a bunch of made-up crap anyway, am I right, folks? 
The bottom line is, the more money you have, the longer your business can survive. And you can survive as well. So why not take a look at what opportunities the government is giving you? Number two, help your employees survive through this difficult time. This one might seem surprising to my fans, which of course don't exist yet, but I actually care a lot about my employees, especially over the years. Employees are going to have a really hard time during this whole crisis. A lot of them don't have a lot of money. It's true. If your business is successful, you probably take a large percentage of the profits. That is fine. Don't feel guilty about that. But keep in mind, your employees are probably going to have a financial crunch right now. If you live in a country, i.e. the United States, where their health care is tied to their employment, it could be a very difficult time for them. Keep that in mind. You may or may not be in a financial position where you can help your employees, but remember, when this is all said and done, you're probably going to want your employees to come back, at least some of them, to make you money again. It also means a lot just to hear from your boss that he actually cares about you. Just send them a text or give them a call. Let them know what's going on. Do a little research and find out what financial programs your government offers them. Some employees, how to say this nicely, aren't always the most capable. Although I'm not discussing anyone currently in my employ. They might need a little extra help filling out the paperwork, knowing where to go or how to apply for these things. They might not even know they're eligible for certain programs. Basically, they're kind of used to you having to do everything for them, and that's not going to change just because a bunch of people are getting sick. The main goal is to help these employees survive and last until the business starts up again and you need them. Also, it might be important to find out if the employees are aware of what the virus is like and what steps they can take to protect themselves physically. When you start bringing your employees back to work, you do not want to have to deal with them being possibly infected. I think if I work somewhere and the boss took the time to contact me during an event like this, I would appreciate it and I would feel that I was important to them. I would feel more loyal to my boss and I probably wouldn't find another better higher paying job in the meantime. Your employees will probably feel the same way. So why not give them a call and find out how they are doing? Number three, reach out to your customers. I get it. You're going through a lot right now. It's hard to do anything. Well, your customers feel the same way. Your customers, on some level, must like or need your business. It would mean a lot to your customers to hear from you and let them know what is going on. You can discuss business opportunities when you open back up or how their business is faring and what you can do to change or pivot to help them with their business. My eye doctor, for instance, he called me and automatically moved up my appointment. I didn't even have a chance to cancel, 
which I was thinking about doing because I was unaware they weren't open and I was afraid that I would get sick and die if I went there. But now I can't do anything but go there once they open back up. It's quite intelligent, isn't it? I would imagine a hairdresser or someone of a similar business could easily start booking people in the future for when they open back up. After five or six months alone in the house, most people are probably itching to get a nice haircut and look good again. And I think when you go back to work, you would certainly be happy to have a list of customers who are eager to give you money again. What could be wrong with that? You have to realize that your customers are also feeling bad at this time. If you, for instance, are running a summer camp, you're probably going to miss the season. It's going to be very bad for you. But your customers feel bad as well. They are going to miss out on all the fun and other activities that you were planning at your summer camp. So it is a good opportunity to contact your customers and let them know that although they might miss out now, they can have twice as much fun next year. You could even offer to give them some ideas about how they could have a bit of fun at home. It's that added value that wouldn't cost anything that will let the customers remember that you exist when the world opens back up and people are willing to spend money again. Number four, keep yourself alive and try to make some money. Now this one might sound pretty obvious, but you need to survive so your business can survive. Don't put yourself at any risk where you might get sick or die during this pandemic. You have to survive, my friend. You will get through this. Well, most of us will anyway. But will your business get through it? Businesses need money, and that's in short supply right now, unless you make a bunch of masks or hand sanitizer. Money is the lifeblood of any business. If you have a source of money right now, it's a great time to access it. If, for instance, you have some bonds maturing or a long-term savings account becoming available, thank God, you're going to need that money. If you have things you can put off in regards to your business, such as renovations or training, for God's sakes, you should do that as well. This is the time to cut costs, lay people off, or if you need to, reduce overhead, plan for shorter hours. You need to save the business money. The more money you have, the longer you can last, and then you can come back even stronger. There is an old saying about opportunity and danger, using the same word in the Chinese language. I looked it up on Wikipedia. The article suggested that this is actually just a made-up phrase by Western motivational speakers. But, in this chance, it is correct. If you have a hard time, then your competitors are also having a hard time. Maybe your competitors will go out of business. That is good for you. It's bad for them, but you might be able to pick up some market share. And when you come back, you'll be ready for it. Number five, get ready to open back up. Or is it time to become an essential business? What does your business need to open up? You should do everything you can possibly do before that happens right now. You're going to need to advertise. 
You're going to need to make ads. You're going to need to change your procedures for dealing with COVID-19. You should write those up now. You're going to need to think about what your business needs in this, quote, new normal world, as the clerk at my supermarket put it. Now is the time. Is your office going to have to change? Have it change now, because once you have to open back up, it's going to just be too hard. Every business is going to be different with what policies and procedures are going to have to change. Do it now. Do it now. Right now. Alternatively, if there is something you can do to become an essential business, some businesses might be able to pivot quite easily to become an essential business. You might be able to add pickup and delivery options to your current offerings and be able to open up and be in business. It really depends on where you live and what the legal requirements are. I'm not a lawyer and I don't know where you live, so I can't tell you if you're allowed to do these things or not. But if you are, you should. If you safely can become an essential business, make some money and help pay your rent and employees. Why wouldn't you do it? In conclusion, we all feel helpless in times like these. But at the same time, I hope this has shown you that there's a lot we can do right now. This is the time to think outside the box. I believe it's called a trial by fire. Let's make sure we come out of this one only slightly scorched. After a forest fire, new trees do grow, but occasionally a tree survives when the rest of them around it do not. Let's be that tree. If you can think of any other motivational examples, say them out loud to yourself. Look, it's a very hard time to be in business right now. I have to go back and add a new chapter to my book because a lot has changed in the world since I wrote it. I thought I was done. I've moved on. But that's life. It changes. Business changes. And we got to change with it. Well, I hope you enjoyed my first attempt at a podcast. If you want to see a physical copy of what I just discussed, it is based off a blog post on my website. Until next time, my friends, I wish you good luck in the harsh world of business. This is Rich E. Cunningham, signing off. Thank you for listening to another episode of Why They Hate You. Did you enjoy the podcast? Why not stop at the whytheyhateyou.com and let Rich know. There, you'll also find a business blog and helpful tips, useful resources for business, and backlog of the podcast. Unlike other podcasts you listen to, Rich has told me that he appreciates your interest and your support. 